Hey guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Connected by Stories podcast. I am your host Orwell, and today I've been joined by Tabitha as she shares with us her experience with an abusive partner. Thank you so much for joining me on here, Tabitha. No problem, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time to join. No, it's no problem at all. Um, as I did um, talk to you about before, today we're just going to be going through, you know, your experience with you know, an abusive partner. Mm-hmm. And I think for us to, you know, get to that, it's best if we start at the start and just, you know, have a little chat about your childhood. And I wanted to know, first of all, did you grow up in a house with both your parents? Yeah, I grew up with both my parents and two siblings, so a fairly conventional childhood. Oh, yeah. And what was the relationship like between your parents? Um, between my parents, it's always been functional. They've never really had any marital um, issues or anything like that. So it was a nice family dynamic? Yeah, definitely. I've always been close to all the members of my family. Always had good good relationships with my siblings and my parents. Generally, we're quite an open family, so there's nothing really off limits in terms of what we talk about with each other. Oh, that's great to hear. Um, I guess um, we should then go to you know, your partner, Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about how you met them and initially, like at the start of that relationship, what, what was it like? What were things like? So I originally met him through um, a guy that I dated four years ago now, so when I was 16. Um, he was friends with the original guy and I knew of him for quite a while, but eventually he reached out just after I turned 18, so summer 2018, and um, he does photography for a living. So he said, would you be okay for a shoot? Um, do you want to meet up sometime? And I said yes. And um, we met up. And from there on, I guess the relationship developed. In terms of first um, impressions, he was very friendly, just very nice. Um, and it was, I'd say it was pretty casual at first, um, before I suppose what could only be described as love bombing began. But generally it was what most would consider to be a normal um, dating scenario at first. And you mentioned love bombing. Can you um, tell us what that is? Um, it's where, in layman's terms, I suppose it's where at the start of the relationship, they, um, the other person question, they basically bombard you with a lot of affection, lots of compliments, which are out of the ordinary from what you'd see in normal relationships. Um, yep. And generally it's not to make you feel good. It's not for altruistic purposes. It's to make up for more sinister things which is which are going to happen later in the relationship so when did things then start to change with your partner can you take us back to the first time that the abuse started Mm -hmm. um i'd say it took me quite a while to actually recognize that it was abuse but i think it started at the start of the relationship where he commented that his i suppose love language was very much showing physical affection and buying me gifts and things like that and um mine wasn't mine was more i suppose in a weird way it's more of a maternal Love it sounds a bit strange, but the way I show yeah. my affection towards the person who I'm in a romantic relationship with is things like making sure they've eaten, driving them to places if they don't have a lift, things like that. And um, he would constantly berate me and say, "You're not making enough effort. I feel like I love you more than you more than you love me." Um, and eventually, even when I I think got to the point where I did try to show him, I tried to change uh, my way of showing that I loved him, so I would. I made a jar and filled it with reasons why I loved him. I made him a cake and spread out I love you on top. Um, and at that point he said, okay, you're doing this, but I don't believe you. Um, and so that's, 
at that point I didn't necessarily call it abuse because it was kind of it was very very much hidden um but I definitely thought it was out of the ordinary definitely and when he did do all of that and say things like he didn't believe you did he give you any you know did he say what he actually wanted from you um no he would say he at first what he wanted was for me to show love and affection the same way that he did and so I started doing that and then all I was left with was I don't believe you so it was very much I said to him at one point it's a lose-lose situation if I don't do it then you'll say I'm not putting enough effort if I do do it then you'll say that I'm that it's false and you don't believe me yeah it sounds it sounds like a and with him um what would you say the kind of abuse was was it more of the emotional side of things or were there other kinds of abuses as well you know physical sexual um i'd say primarily it was definitely emotional um there was a lot of gaslighting a lot of lying um he would be involved with other people and i wouldn't find out for a, for a long time afterwards and then he would lie and say and it was the typical oh you're being crazy just i would never do that to you i can't believe you, you do you um, even think that and it was definitely a lot of that. But at one point, it did get physical. And I'm using... It's really hard to label it as physical because there was one point where um, we were sitting in my room and he was... Because he did have an awful temper to the point where I was afraid of my own safety physical um, physically. Yep. And I was recording him and he noticed that I was recording him. Um, I was doing an audio clip, essentially, just in case if anything happened, I would have tangible proof. And then he... So I was recording and tried to grab my phone and twisted my wrist right backwards to try and get the phone. And it was things like that where you, I couldn't necessarily go around um, reporting him for physical abuse because I think a lot of people would have doubt in their mind and say, well, there are, there are pre-existing circumstances that could have provoked that, I suppose. But it was definitely mainly emotional, I'd say. And did things like that happen a lot where, you know, those... Um, I guess flashes of physical abuse where again like you said you weren't sure or you couldn't exactly you know go around and call that physical abuse to other people yeah definitely it happened a lot he like I said his temper was awful and there was repeated instances of, of him um, like hitting walls hitting himself um, smashing his head against his phone so hard that it cracked um, definitely repeated in- instance of that and when things like that happened um, how did how did that make you feel like did you have any I guess, coping mechanisms or anything that you did around those times? Um, I had pretty dark coping mechanisms, I'd say. Um, I turned to drugs at one point um, and I managed to get, thankfully, get clean. Um, I had a pre-existing eating disorder before I met him, but it was the worst it had ever been when I met him. Thankfully, I'm fully recovered now, but um, definitely my coping mechanisms were, was a form of self-punishment. I'd say, rather than anything healthy. Yeah. And did you have um, anyone around you, you know, in form of support, anyone you could rely on, anyone who had your back during these times? Oh, yeah. I'm, re- I'm so fortunate in the sense that, like I said, I've got a really, a really supportive family and I've got a really close network of friends who, when, they, when I told them what was happening and it was obvious that I wasn't ready to leave, they would support me from the in the um, sidelines but they wouldn't pressure me into leaving until I was ready so I was really fortunate in that aspect that's great to hear it's always good to have you know people who support you but you yeah. did just mention that um when you spoke to them and you weren't ready to leave um mm-hmm. c- can you talk to us about why you know you at that point weren't ready to leave the relationship um I'd say in my mind I I think at that point I knew he was abusive um I was reading 
a lot of subreddits to do with that, which once again was a great help. Um, but it was more, it comes down to the love bombing and at the same time the gaslighting. He would do something horrible and then he would bombard me with this love and affection going, I promise I won't do it again. I'm so afraid to lose you. And it was kind of that, it was like the rush and release and the adrenaline of knowing this person would be so horrible. But the fact is, they're being so nice. It must mean something. It must mean this relationship's worth saving. It must mean they're capable of change. And was he um, your only brush with an abusive partner? Yeah, he was. And with him, what, what would you say then finally gave you that courage to leave? So what, what was the final straw for you? Um, it was when we went to a museum in the centre of London. And um, it was at this point where the relationship was pretty much dead. Um, and I knew that. And I was by this point, I was planning my getaway. Um, but it was when we were in a restaurant in London. And he... I said, um, I started saying to him, we started discussing a subreddit called narcissistic abuse, which is, and I've said to him previously, I think you do share a lot of the tendencies with the people you see on here. And um, at one point he got so angry that he left the restaurant we were sitting in and um, left me there alone. And um, I waited until, I waited about five minutes until he'd gone so I wouldn't run into him and um, turned my phone on do not disturb. And he was bombarding me with texts full of expletives saying, um, a lot of a lot of nasty things and um at that point I got the train home um he blocked me on everything but then started harassing me over email um so I in turn I said I'm done by this point and blocked him on everything um and then he came to my house um demanding money and things he'd given me as gifts um and I had to get my brother who is <laughs> of quite tall stature um, to text him to basically say leave me alone and I haven't talked to him since and that was the final straw and you met, you did say you know he was bombarding you with messages and emails mm. and things like that um is that something you can talk to us about can you like you know just give us an idea of the kind of things he was saying yeah um he was saying it's quite hard without the context but there was this girl who um he was friends with who I have to say is the same sort of person as him um and she would regularly call me things like a psycho, um, crazy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and he started saying, "Oh, this girl was right. You're you're just so ungrateful. You've had everything handed to you, and you can't appreciate what I've done for you." Um, and then he would say, "You're a piece of," um, and use quite <laughs> quite bad language. Um, then he'd say, "I'm going to come to your house, and I'm going to wait there." Um, he would call me over and over again and say, um, answer the phone fine I'm coming to your house I'm done with this I don't need this in my life and things like that um and there were worse things but I think another of my coping mechanisms is just to block them out because they were pretty horrendous yep and while that was happening apart from you know getting your brother to tell him to stop did, did yeah. you um was there anything else that you tried to do to get him to stop doing these things did you get anyone else involved yeah, I told my whole family because by this at this point I'd been seeing him secretly because we'd broken up and gone gone back together so many times and I was just ashamed of people knowing. So um, yep. my mum was the only one who knew out of my immediate family and um, a lot of my friends knew as well. Um, so I told all of my family, um, especially my dad and brother, um, that he was probably going to come to the house and he might try to do something um extreme 
And so I told all, all of them. But I thought if I'd actually answered the phone or given him attention, it was like, I think it was a weird form of power play where if I'd actually replied or actually picked up the phone or gone outside to give him the things that he was asking for, um, in his mind, it would mean that he still had that control over me. So I just refused. Yeah. And from your family's end, when you did tell them all of this, what did they do? Um, I think by this point, they they knew all about who he was as a person. So they weren't necessarily surprised. They were more, they were fearful, but not for their own safety, for mine. Um, so I think my siblings, especially immediately, they went into protective older, older sibling mode and um, started, I think it was him who messaged my sister first um, with messages that were equally as horrible to what he texted me. Um, and my sister basically said, leave her alone, don't ever come near her again. Um, and they, and thankfully he listened to, well, he listened to my brother because I think he was a bit scared of physical threat, but <laughs> that was when he, that was when he left it. That's great. And would you say this has had like any effects on you since that relationship? Oh yeah, huge effects. Um, I... I think after the immediate breakup, I started looking into therapists to deal with trauma, um, but it's made me just fearful of relationships in general. Um, I know obviously not every person is going to be like that, but um, it's definitely made me so much more aware of getting into relationships or getting into um, romantic partnerships. And um, I think it's made me so much more vigilant when I'm meeting new people of um, signs that could possibly point to um them being an abuser like this so I guess if there's a silver lining through this really horrible situation it means that I've got like a sixth sense when it comes to character traits that he had and have you been with anyone else since him no and I think my final question is was just going to be what advice would you give to anyone else who you know found themselves in a similar situation I mean like I said I was really fortunate to have a really strong support system but I'd say if other people who are going through the same thing do have that as well all it takes is one person to know what's going on and even if you're not ready to leave having having someone who is aware of what's happening it could ensure your safety in the future and it just means that you have at least one person to share it with because it's so so isolating so isolating and um even like online forums such as the one i was in on reddit um They, they can be unbelievably supportive. They are unbelievably supportive. And it's just, it's so nice knowing you're not alone. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for the advice. I'm sure, you know, that's something that other people would find very useful because a lot of times we find that when people are in these situations, they usually tend to go it alone because they're not very sure who they can confide in or if anyone else around them mm-hmm. has been through similar situations. Yeah, of course. But no, that that's that was all I wanted to talk about, Tabitha. Thank you so much again for jumping on the podcast and just you no, know sharing your experiences. No, you're you're very welcome. Thank you for very much for having me again. That is all for today, guys. Once again, I would like to thank Tabitha for sharing her story with us. I hope this has been truly helpful to anyone in a similar situation. Please know that you are never alone. To listen to more episodes, please subscribe on Spotify apple podcasts and any other platforms where you get your podcasts you can also find us on instagram at connected by stories please share this podcast if you know someone who would benefit from these stories if you have a story you would like to share please feel free to reach out to me through instagram 
or anonymously through Curious Cut. The link will be in the description. See you on the next episode of Connected by Stories. Peace.